Yeah, but what if it tastes like shit? It's one more thing. Oh, whoa. <laughs> what? Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. What just happened? Barely putting on my earbuds, and I hear uh, the filthy uh, sailor talk. That's the uh, that's the kind of the caveat I've got for your whole gluten free thing. Wow. Is what if it tastes like s? Now I realize I I'm a you believer. You said shit. You might as well say it again. You obscene bastard. I'm a believer. <laughs> you cursing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I completely embrace the idea of why would you let your tongue make your health decisions for you? Uh, I get oh, yeah. that. Especially given the evil science that's gone into making foods too irresistible. Yeah, I get that. But um, just just don't tell me, you know, your gluten-free brownies are a substitute for brownies. They don't taste anything like a brownie. So what are we doing here? What sort of weird Kafka Kafka-esque <laughs> strange You're discrediting your own agenda by telling me this is better than it is. And the, well right, and I don't know why we don't go with more of a with all these different kinds of uh, uh replace food thingies is you just you can't eat brownies anymore. And I would say, "Oh, okay. I'll That's be too fine." Bad, yeah, I'll yeah. be fine, but I'm I, I realize there're going to be some sacrifices with this. That's the problem. Everything is presented as sacrifice-free. Almost all <laughs> diets right. are presented as sacrifice. No, you can still eat donuts. You can still Why don't you just say to people you can't eat these things anymore? Well, I wish I could, but I can't. That's the way life is sometimes. You can continue to eat your favorite foods no, just no. in portions fit for a mouse. <laughs> Quit lying to me. Or in such a way that they don't taste anything like the food tastes, which again, we're in some sort of weird Kafka-esque imaginary. So it's round and looks kind of like a donut. So it's a donut, even though it doesn't taste anything like a donut. It doesn't fulfill any of the needs I have for eating a donut. Right. So what's the point? Yeah. Why don't we just decide you can't have brownies? If if brownies were for looking at, it would make sense. But they're for eating. Yeah. Now, I do understand this. Some people can make some... uh, gluten-free brownies that are that actually do taste like a brownie well we'll see i'm going to stop at a bakery on the way home today as our household is going gluten-free to see if that does my son any good that, the one i got to figure out how long you need to do it for it to be a good test doctor said a month is it really you really have to do it for a month I wait two days <laughs> i was thinking until dinner <laughs> no but no, seriously a month seems like a long time but i'll look into it i would do like a month or two like because it oh, or two? Body, body chemistry takes a while to actually change mm, that makes sense Oh, Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, the uh, healthcare guru, read the book Wheat Belly a couple of years ago, I think it was. It was a big, big, giant hit health book about uh, the evils of, of wheat and gluten and, and domestically produced grains. Mm. And that, that that's not what human beings were designed to eat. Mm. And it has all sorts of terrible effects. And man, he was a religious zealot about that for a little while. I haven't checked back with him on it, if he's stuck with it or what, but. The arguments made sounded pretty good to me, but just the beast, you know, you can't, uh, when was the dawn of uh, the agricultural era? Is that like 10,000 years ago or, can't remember. Long time ago. But it's it's the blink of an eye in the total existence of of Homo sapien. Um, And so the argument is, yeah, we're not designed to do that and it screws you up in all sorts of different ways. But most of us seem to be okay. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. And you're miserable. Prior to the last, like, 30 years, we weren't all obese. So you're unhealthy. Pro- so what was the problem? You're, look at you. You're fat. Life expectancy is, like, quadrupled. Ugly, stupid. Your jokes suck. It's all because of wheat. Aside from the recent obesity <laughs> craze, I don't see any problem. 
Well, yeah, you and look at a picture recent. from the 1940s, they seem to be doing just fine. Or the 1970s. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i never forget going to a vintage clothing store. And this is... <laughs> I was probably 5'11 and 185 pounds, something like that. Okay. Um, in, in decent shape. But... What are you what? now, for instance? Well, my mind your own business. <laughs> I just yeah. What year was I don't this? Know yeah, if, what the hell do you? I don't care? actually know if that's more or less than you weigh now. Oh yeah, to that's, that's uh, about fifteen pounds less than I weigh right, okay. right now. I weigh right around two hundred pounds. Um, and and I became aware that the average waist size back in the day, I was looking at like cool suits to wear on stage, uh, something you know Frank Sinatra would have worn, or, or you know, uh, uh, Sammy Davis, just the. Kind of shiny material, skinny lapel, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, look, the average waist size for grown men was like 28. Yeah. I mean, people were tiny. Go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, you see, like, Keith Richards' stage outfits from the early days of the Stones. He and his model girlfriend would exchange clothes. He was so tiny, so thin. Yeah, well, he was a heroin addict also. Well, there was that. <laughs> that helps. But if you're looking for weight control, there's nothing like smack. <laughs> so, the yeah, troubles are gluten and heroin. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're a big people mm. these days. But let me know how it goes. I, I don't. I'm dreading it. I got to admit, I, I am naturally allergic to anything hip. Yeah, I know. Or popular I know. among soft heads. I had to fight that when we were talking to the doctor and they're suggesting it. I sh- I can't reject this just because I know there's a hipster gluten thing out there. I mean, that's the majority of what's driving gluten is it's just a fad. There are people who have a problem with it. Right. But not that many. Right. And it didn't happen all of a sudden that all of a sudden everybody can't eat gluten. And uh but the people who are helped by giving it up are helped by giving it up. So sure. you have to get past your disgust. Yeah. Not trying it because it's because I'm trying to be anti-hip or whatever you even call it uh, is as dumb as doing it for the reasons they're doing it for. Right. Right. Certainly if it would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, look forward to your updates on that. I like not thinking about eating, though. Of course, that's what a lot of people do. And that's how you end up fat. It's just I don't want to think about it. I want to think I don't want I don't want to think about what. The grams of this or gluten that or hmm. I just I just want to eat it. Yeah, I know. and get on with my life. Yeah, I got I other things to do. <laughs> I don't want to weigh it. I don't want to look at the ingredients on the side. I don't want to Google anything. Scan it into your app and right. figure out is this one fifth of a portion or one quarter. Right. The... I don't want to do any of those things. Yeah, stuff That's works. why I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff is a pain in your increasingly large ass. <laughs> No way to live, son. Mm. Jack Armstrong's first gluten-free Thanksgiving. No Ooh. mashed potatoes. Tofurky. Well, Potatoes and tofurky. Uh, well, I guess that's it. 